0: Hey
1: everyone, this is Ravsey, Clive Radio Sega, on a Tuesday, 9 pm British time as usual. Ravsdom today is going to be about a certain series that, alongside Sega, uh, made a huge difference in a huge splash when it comes to, to the 90s, where I grew up. Um, that series is Dragon Ball, or, more specifically, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you would not imagine uh, how big it was. Essentially, uh, yeah, I got the inspiration for this show worth uh, noticing uh, through multiple places that the Dragon Ball Z The Legend game for the Sega Saturn is usually uh, reported as being French only in Europe or French and Spain but the truth is that game was huge <laughs> um, in Portugal actually there are plenty of um, Dragon Ball slash Sega stories in, in Portugal and eventually I'm going to play tracks from a game that's got an even even crazier history <laughs> behind it uh, for now um I changed bulkheads today, so that the bulkhead for this show would be this. Uh, Unless you are a Dragon Ball aficionado, uh, or unless you are really big into Japanese other games, so to say, or unless you are, I'd guess, either French, Spanish or Portuguese, you are probably not going to recognize this tune right away. But, this is something that everyone my age in that place listened to for hundreds of hours uh, back in the mid-90s. I swear that everyone had this uh, game, in fact, when I got the Saturn which was my first console-ish, I have had like a Timex 2048 and um, yeah, that's just it before, but yeah, the Saturn was the first like game-specific console with c- controllers and stuff, like the, the new style of consoles that I had, and the one that I got was actually a bundle with this game, so is, that makes this game technically my first <laughs> ever. Um, I can show you videos if you like or even screenshots or something like that or even talk about some things that were interesting in the game Um, but uh, we are gonna start with other classics from uh, Dragon Ball. The classics that I meant that we are going to play uh, to start the show, are going to be the ones that are... What is happening? Okay, Radio DJ is crashing, so I guess I'm going to lose my whole setlist and have to rebuild it all from scratch. Um, Okay, let's give it a second to see if it recovers, but... Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. It's weird to talk to a silent background, but still. Um, The game that I planned to start this show with is the one that is the least meaningful when it comes to... to European Dragon Ball gamers, (laughs) at least in the 90s, because this is a game that was released only in Japan. Um... It is uh, Dragon Ball Z Shin Butoden. It is kind of an upgrade from the uh, Super Butoden games on the Super Nintendo, uh, which were uh, a lot more limited, as you would guess. Uh, The thing is... uh, It is almost the same as a game that you might know in Europe for the PlayStation, which is Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Battle 22. Uh, That one... was actually... Yeah, as I mentioned, released uh, on the West, and it is very similar. Like The Saturn version uh, was better, usually. It's got extra modes that are very awkward and... uh, an unorthodox, like very unusual, <laughs> and that you would never see in other fighting games. It ran better, which you would expect since it is a 2D game. Uh, uh, of course it would be much better on the Saturn than it, than it ever was on the PlayStation. And that's pretty much about it. Uh, the art style was a bit weird, but the music Uh, If you played the the Super Batallon games on the Super Nintendo, you would recognize the music in there. And actually, to be fair, the same can apply to the Dragon Ball GT Final Pout game that came out on the PlayStation on the late 90s. Uh, Because uh, character themes were shared through most of those, so uh the 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 versions that i'm going to play are the obviously the saturn ones the ones from um shin Butoden. but if you played the super Butoden games on the on the uh, super nintendo or ultimate battle 22 on the playstation or even final bout on the playstation you are probably going to recognize them uh now i need a, i am probably going to have to f- force close radio dj and uh, rebuild the playlist from the start, which is a massive pain, because I had plenty of tracks prepared and I actually have to leave by 10 sharp at the most today. Uh, Okay, sorry guys, I'm not talking on, on Discord, but I'm trying to solve this. Okay, so right clicking Radio DJ on the toolbar and closing is not working. So I guess this is a control alt delete situation. All right, so here's ending the Radio DJ task, and now my PC is loading, and goodbye Radio DJ, you were just killed. Uh, Now let's open it again, and I'm gonna guess that my setlist is gone. Yes, it is gone. So, uh, okay, let me try to rebuild what I think I had. Meanwhile, let's start this. Why is it not... Okay, I think that you are listening to it <laughs> because I can see I can see it active on on voice meter on the mixing uh, software. But I am not listening to it. So yeah, so there's still some few problems, but we are going to go on as it is. So, yeah, so, I'm sorry guys, I'm not going to be too active on Discord while I try to to sort this out, but, uh, yeah, but I will be here, I will be here trying to sort out the tracks that I have planned for the show and stuff. So yeah, see you soon. The next track that he's gonna play is gonna be from uh, Toden, as I mentioned, that I would start with it, especially because it is the one that has the least uh, emotional significance to me, um, and to most Europeans, I would bet. Uh, I'm gonna play Goku's theme. Enjoy! Later on you are going to listen to a sequence of uh, Trunks, uh, Gohan's and Vegeta's team, so it's gonna be some of the main characters, of course. They are obviously the most recognizable tunes as you would imagine. Again, yeah, if you played Dragon Ball GT, Final Balls on the Playstation or any of the Super Boothaden games, you would know this. <laughs> it's pretty much the same, but on CD quality standards. a bit of an extra (laughs) that I put in there. This is track 7, it probably belongs to a specific character, I'm just not sure who it is. Um, But yeah, essentially the playlist is rebuilt, it should be fine. I should save it, as KC said. Let me just see if I can find (laughs) where to save it on um, Radio DJ. Aha! Saved. Ok. So yeah, here we are again. Those were the, the tracks for Dragon Ball Z, Shinbu Japanese uh, Saturn game. For, uh, respectively, Goku, Future Trunks, Gohan, Vegeta, and this last one, which was supposed to be Gohan... Um, it was supposed to be Piccolo's but the thing is that it doesn't sound Piccolo's that doesn't sound like his track at all it doesn't sound like him so I doubt that so uh, Twinnie on Discord was talking about a piano in my b- b- music and um, I think that was Vegeta's team, which is the most sadistic one, which actually makes sense if you know the character. It's probably not this one, or is it? Well... uh, I think this track is actually very befitting of the the character it represents. This is probably one of the most Vegeta-like tracks there are. Um. Still, the next tracks are that are coming are gonna be completely different. As far as I can tell, as far as my research could tell, tracks on the following game are not allocated to any character in particular, they are tracks that play when you fight and that's it. And there's seven of them. There's probably specific situations in, w- in which they play thing is, I don't really (laughs) know. Uh, I don't think there is a strong pattern, to be honest. Still, there is yet another um, bit that is going to be relevant for today's episode, because um, it is from the Mega Drive uh, game. From the Mega Drive Dragon Ball game, which, like the Saturn uh, The Legend game, Um, was released in France, pretty much, and that's it. Japan and France. And uh, then it got imported in Portugal due to the extremely high demand. Um, If you've been googling stuff about Dragon Ball Z and uh, dubs and stuff, you are probably going... or you have probably noticed that the portuguese dub is infamous for being extremely over-the-top and not exactly um, honest with the original material it doesn't really follow it at all Um, it just throws lots of cultural uh, jokes and it throws tons and i mean tons of uh, (laughs) <laughs> promoting messages from the the company that... Uh, the TV station that broadcasted the show in there. Uh, there are tons of references that if you didn't grow up in Portugal in the 90s you wouldn't get. <laughs> that actually made it interesting and keep in mind that this is before a time where at least a common citizen in an averagely rich a European country. Uh, I lost track of what I was saying, but the thing is not... Only a few people in Portugal actually had access to the internet uh, at that time. So there wasn't that kind of elitism that we have these days, where... uh, People are are like, oh yeah, the original Japanese version is better, the dub sucked, you don't... Subtitles rule, whatever... Um, Essentially, we had what what we got. That's pretty much it. Whatever they threw at us and showed at us through TV, that's what we got. And, um, yeah, it just grew up on pretty much everyone. Uh, a whole generation of Portuguese kids growing up in the 90s uh, stopped whatever they were doing to watch Dragon Ball Z and, to, and watched uh, Whatever craziness would come in about. Uh, one of the main V uh, O guys actually explained later on that the script they had was um, not reliable at all. It was a translation from the French translation of the original, and um, it was very vague apparently and they had no idea what to do and their guidelines were always changing and stuff. So, this is one of the tracks that I wanted to play before and I didn't get there. Uh, So yeah, so feel free to enjoy it. (laughs) And then I'm gonna get back to this. This is Battle Theme 1 from the Mega Drive game for uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, it was called Red Ratsuden in Japan. And this brings me to the thing that I was gonna say next. So, um, pretty much the only thing bigger than Dragon Ball Z in Portugal in the 90s was Sega. If you, if you go back and you see either videos or pictures or TV, uh, commercials, whatever you want from the 90s in Portugal you are gonna see Sega everywhere Um, which explains why people like me and KC are just (laughs) occupying lots of positions in like um, uh, Sega retro communities there's lots of Portuguese people on their parties going around uh, Sega retro communities uh, more than you would expect considering how averagely rich the country is and how big it is not it isn't um, so yeah so uh, at some point during this craziness uh, the, the, the French game was imported to Portugal and that wasn't just it I'm not sure how uh, that country made it work in the early 90s but Portugal actually sold imported Japanese cartridges for the Mega Drive How did they work in a PAL console, you ask? They bundled in converters. That's just how it is. They actually went through the trouble of... selling converters with the Japanese game in retail stores everywhere in Portugal back then. This is the early 90s. Nowadays, that would be more than doable, but not back then. Back then, that was like something that just demonstrated how huge both the Mega Drive and Dragon Ball Z were uh, in the country. And uh, the track that you played just before, that that I played just before, and you heard, I hope at least that you heard it, was Battle Theme 1 from that game. So now uh, we are going to listen to Battle Theme 2 and Battle Theme 6. And this is Battle Theme 2. After that we are going to get to the main part of this show 6 from the Mega Drive uh, game the one that uh, Portugal actually sold uh, with a converter uh, an TSCJ converter to PAL to play the Japanese game and everywhere uh, you could see it everywhere it was being sold everywhere um, Now we are gonna move to the actual, to the actual main part of this show, which is the, dra- the Dragon Ball Z Idianaru, something they said. I have to check the uh, the Japanese name again. But French, the one that we have on the cover was the Legend. Uh, let me just google it quick. Idae Dragon Ball sets That's what it's called, okay. Um, this is a game that also came out on the Playstation and it was vastly different. Uh, this is a, an interesting one because if you check it on... Um, if you check it on Youtube and stuff and compare the Saturn with the Playstation um, you are going to notice extreme differences in both that clearly point out where the Saturn is stronger and where the PlayStation is stronger the 3D effects were definitely abhorrent on the Saturn and okay-ish in the PlayStation but the 2D effects, the Saturn nailed them and the PlayStation, <laughs> not quite. Uh, yeah. Essentially, when the um, the game came out, uh, it came out in Japan, and this is the one that I mentioned that people usually say that it came out in France only in Europe or France in Spain. But literally, everyone I knew back then had the bloody game in Portugal, it was sold everywhere, it was even bundled in with consoles. Mm. There were so many Saturns that were sold in Portugal, bundled in with the, the Dragon Balls at the Legend game, you have no idea. I actually shared a couple of pictures of the box uh, on Radio card Discord uh, just a few minutes ago, and I am going to post them on uh, Twitter. Because it is a piece of history that I really want to push on people! (laughs) Okay, anyways, um... The thing was huge, and ironically... I actually learned some French thanks to it. I know that, for example, chargement means loading. (laughs) Because that's the thing that you would see the most when playing a Saturn game, as you can imagine. CD games, good times. Ironically, we actually got the game before the series had finished airing Her- 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 on TV. So we were spoiled about the Boo Saga. Like characters like Boo, uh, we knew of them because of the game. The game had some interesting changes from uh, both um, the Japanese to the French uh, versions. Some cuts, things that were cut. I could about it uh, but I'm not sure if I ah, yeah, screw it let's go essentially uh, when you are uh, when you are playing a chapter of the story mode you can press the Z button on the side to go into a screen where you can change between the available characters you have for that chapter. So for example in the first chapter uh, you have to deal with Napa and Vegeta uh, the invasion of the science. And your choices are Goku, Gohan, Krillin, and Piccolo. And you can only choose three. So if you, at, at any point, you want to swap, then you have to press the Z button and you swap them. But when you press the Z button, it goes into kind of a stasis. Like the battle continues with the AI. The AI takes your place. But uh, it's some kind of stasis that. that you can see the characters that are not fighting and even some characters that were there in the fight uh, in the anime, in the manga, but are not playable in the game, like for example yeah, I mentioned the first one, that wasn't a good example, but say say for example from the last battle against Boo in the God's Planet Mr. Satan, uh, Hercule and um, Supreme Kai were there watching, not fighting though. So sometimes, if you when you press Z on that battle, they show up on the screen. And um, the Japanese version, they actually talk to amongst each other and they talk to the player and stuff. And it was cut for the French version. In the French version, they are just there, standing there. That's it. Another thing is the chapter openings. Um, French uh, The French version was treated to complete silence, just like a slideshow of pictures that were saying what was happening on the anime before that fight. But the Japanese version actually had a narration that explained the story. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, I am taking too long and I am going to overshoot myself by quite a margin. (laughs) So let's go for the tracks. So, I split these into tracks. I didn't hear them, I just put all of them here on the playlist because I wanna listen to them. Uh, I know that the first seven tracks, eight tracks actually, are tracks that play on meteor attacks, and this is gonna be the last thing that I'm gonna explain. Meteor attacks are um, way that you can actually take life out of your opponents in the game, which you get if you sway like a momentum bar all the way to your your side. Yeah, it's interesting, but essentially it's an all-out brawl, like six characters just beating themselves up, and there is a bar in the middle that sways according to which side is uh, getting more hits than the other and uh, whenever that bar is completely filled by one side like for example, say, the player one the blue side completely overrides the red bit on the right side then that's going to, to have the character that is currently being played on on the left side is going to have a meteor attack against the player that that character is currently targeting on the other side it sounds complicated, but if you play it, it's gonna be... it's actually easy so, what I did was that those meteor moves have apparently eight possible background music um, bits and uh, I I haven't heard them in years, and now I'm going to hear them all. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Ah yeah, this is the basic one that you hear immediately at the start. Uh, One of the moves that you have with this is Goku's Kamehame. Yeah. Okay. So how about the second one? Oh yes, this is Goku as well. I mean there's plenty of moves with this as well, but the one that I remember is the Spirit Bomb. Okay, let's go. Uh yep. This is Gohan's Mazenko. This is the first one that I... Yeah, but then again... Reminder, all eight of these cover tons of Meteor attacks. So I'm just giving the first example that comes to my mind. Uh, these... This one actually only shows up much later in the game. I only remember this showing up for the Super Saiyan Goku three moves for uh, his kamehame, which is much st- stronger than the original one. Interesting. This was quite a, s- a leap from the first chapter to like the fifth or sixth. So there are four more of these. Let's go. Oh yes. The bad one. They. Sinister one. This... I remember this one from a super booze shout move ah, Yeah, And it was just an annoying shout that would destroy everything that was around him. And yeah, if you listen to it, it makes sense. Yeah, this one is only at the end of the game. Um, There are three left. <laughs> uh, this is also closer to the end of the game. I remember this one on uh, Super Saiyan Free uh Ghost Attack, where it just sends a, a ghost of train of uh, a train of ghosts against the opponent. But it's qu- it's in more in, it's in more moves, of course. I mean, this is amusing to me, because I'm gonna explain it later. It's changing now. Oh yes, this is an evil one. I remember this from Frieza. Mm, I think only very evil dudes have this as a background music for Meteor attacks. Uh, anyways, um, this is amusing because whenever the music pops up, I just start remembering the sound effects and the character voices (laughs) it's a shame that I couldn't show them Uh, oh well last one these I associate this one with Cell the most with his uh, sphere attack And also Super Buu also has this, so this is yet another one that is mostly with villains. I I don't remember any good character move with this. Oh well, this is a trip down memory lane. (laughs) So now, what I'm gonna do is to play the actual battle themes. The place where I got this soundtrack has them as, as like one track per a story chapter and there are eight of them, I am not that sure, for example, I don't remember this track at all, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this track at all, it's probably a PlayStation exclusive or so, well, we'll see later. This is actually one that I remember, this is the one that plays on chapter 1 in in the Saturn version I am sure of... chapter 2, maybe... chapter... chapter 2 was uh, the Guineo Force, I think... Oh yes, I remember this one. This is um, Frieza. Yeah, (laughs) classic. The battle against him, I mean. Another one I remember. Chapter 4? Seriously, was this in chapter 4? Yeah, it might have been. Chapter 4 was the androids battle. The battle against the 19, 20, 16, 17 and 18 androids. Uh, This song is obviously very familiar to me. I'm just not entirely sure if I can place it in an actual chapter but yeah, chapter 4 might be right actually right uh, chapter 5 is the battle against cell and uh, i do perfectly remember this track playing um, yeah i do perfectly remember this track playing while we were uh, battling cells so yeah <laughs> this is chapter 5 for sure So, chapter 6 is the battle against uh, Dalabra. And that track was definitely what it was, that's absolutely right. Okay, so now we have chapter 7, which is Super Boo. This is one of the battles where things start to get serious. This is a very tough one. It's a beautiful truck This is one th- I, 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 I I am starting to understand why there are some tracks that I recognize more than the others. It's because they were on the longest battles. Like for example, this one doesn't ring as many bells as like Chapter Six or Chapter Two. But that's because Chapter Two and Chapter Six were long. They were horribly long, and this one was actually a pretty quick one. Like you beat Boo, you beat Kidboo, and that's it, you beat the game. This is the last chapter, so of course it's a bit more epic. And that's how I remember it. okay guys, uh, I actually have commitments for now, for for like 10pm British time, so I have to go, there's uh, unfortunately no overextending today. Uh, This episode will be um, a podcast, hopefully very soon. I hope that, uh, even though this wasn't too interactive, uh, I hope that it was at least interesting. It's probably going to be a better podcast than than, than it was a, a live show, to be fair, because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, because pretty much it is like very informative and not interactive at all. But still, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope that if you are listening to the podcast that you are enjoying it. Uh, this plays a lot, very hard, to, to my heart and to my memories growing up when I was a preteen, Uh, So yeah, so this was quite an emotional one. Um, Next week, Ravzom will be here. Not sure... Not sure what I'm gonna be doing on next week's Ravzom, but it will be here. So yeah, guys, uh, tomorrow... um, There's gonna... And this is for the live listeners. Tomorrow there's gonna be uh, I Need Fruits uh, Club Sega show at 8pm British time, so don't miss it, because uh, as I keep saying week after week, uh, I Need Fruit never fails to deliver. Hey, his shows are really awesome every single time. Um, I'm gonna just gonna leave you with a couple of actual Dragon Ball Z Japanese version tracks from the anime. And after that, it's G A M E O V E R. G A M E O V E R. Game, game, game. See you guys!